Happy New Year! It's a brand new episode of the Kick Out. It's 2022. I go by the name of Skillet. My name is Mex. And we are here live. Well, not live because anyone hearing this will it'll be pre-recorded. But um, we are here after the aftermath of New Year's and Christmas. And uh, we are here to talk about WWE Day One and Wrestle Kingdom. And we've got two great guests with us live on the show. Well, Mex, would you mind actually doing the favors for me, please, and do the introduction, please? Of course, we have Supine Smokey, someone someone we've needed to talk to for a long time. Very, very knowledgeable, underrated knowledge. This is <laughs> underrated knowledge. And of course, we have the man of the hour from Wrestling's podcast, NK, joining us today. Thanks for having me, guys. It's a pleasure, man. It's a pleasure. That's my first time in yeah. kickout. Jesus, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, man. This is this is big. This is big for me still. Guys, Moki, NK, welcome to the Kick Out Podcast. Thank you so much for your time today. Um, before we talk about, you know, the week's events and what's going on in wrestling today, we want to, you know, for those who don't know much about you, we'll start with Sapphire and Smokey. Um, please give us your introduction to wrestling, how much of a wrestling fan you are and um, oh, wow. what you're enjoying about wrestling today. Oh, wow. I would say, well, my I think my earliest vivid memory is probably um, WrestleMania six. Hogan versus Warrior. I yep. think that's the most recent, uh, vivid memory, earliest memory I think I have of wrestling, unless Hakushi versus X-Pac at uh, SummerSlam oh, came before that. <laughs> if that came before that, then it was probably that, Hakushi. No, no, it definitely didn't. So It yeah, didn't? Okay, yeah, yeah, then I'm going to go with that, yeah. So that was definitely my earliest memory of, of wrestling. You know, that whole aspect of them two being two superheroes, you know, it's like either the... Uh, um, irresistible force, immovable object, and if the two come together and you say who's stronger, who's not. So, Sapphire, how if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? Me, I'm 30, I'm 31. I'm gonna turn 32. Okay, 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 cool, cool, cool. And and uh so that was was that your earliest May? Did you watch that at the time it took place or later on? Did you become were you no, a wrestling fan? No, no, no. I, I think what it was is even as a community, my church community, they watched wrestling. So anytime we'd be at some people's houses, oh. wrestling would just be on as a kid. So there's probably bits and pieces of 1994 uh, that I watched, but I, I just can't sort of piece together what uh, what was on that day because there was definitely days when I was at somebody's house and I'd see IRS on the TV or Ted DiBiase on the TV and we're just mucking yeah. about in the in, in the living room or whatnot. So I was definitely watching as a four-year-old, yeah. but uh, from the sort of five and six, are the ones that I can sort of vividly like remember as yeah I sat down and I watched these oh, people have matches and stuff. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, and who are you feeling? Who's that? Who? Okay, I, we ask everybody this in the show. We ask Mount yeah. Rushmore questions. NK, we'll get to you in a minute. NK, but surprise, mm -hmm. uh, Smokey, who is your Mount Rushmore of wrestling? Who is My Mount Rushmore. I'd probably I have the Rock. I have. Mm -hmm. What would I have on it? The Rock. I'd probably have. Austin on it, I'd probably have. In terms of, do I think about who are my favorite of all time, or in terms of the most influential wrestlers? When we it's, say it, 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 it's, it's it's your personal favorite. It doesn't matter about wrestling ability, whatever. Okay, then your... I have to have The Rock. I'll yeah. probably have Stone Cold. I'd probably have Cena, and I'll probably put Roman Reigns on there. Yeah. I'll oh, wow, Roman Reigns things. makes it already. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, in terms of favorites, actually, let me scratch that. Let me not lie. It's Bobby Lashley. 
Bobby Lashley. And uh, he's it's probably Bobby Lashley at the moment, just for the year and a half he's had. And even just in general from 05, 05, because remember just seeing him on screen for the first time in 05. So I'll probably put Bobby Lashley just for his whole career and what he's been doing the last sort of 18 to sort of 21 months now. So, yeah. yeah so you were a Lashley fan from early doors. Yes, yes, yes. Definitely, you know, especially the especially I especially enjoyed his Booker T feud. A lot of people that we don't talk about that feud enough. That match at Judgment Day for the the King of the Ring match that was the mm. moment. And then that match that they had on SmackDown the day after um, Booker Booker won the title from Ray, when uh, he randomly uh, when um, t- uh, Teddy Long just randomly uh, uh, Booker T was celebrating, and the next thing you know, Lashley's in the ring with him, and they had a banging match for the World Title on SmackDown. And obviously the cage match for the US title. You know what? I totally I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I totally forgot about that. Like all that. <laughs> like, I remember as you said it, as you said you remembered it, it I, yeah. I remember yeah. It. It's just yeah, because like, yeah, because I remember he would always talk about how him, I, you know, a lot of people don't remember, you know, the, those matches, along with the ones with Finley, those were very, very instrumental in terms of helping him um sort of um develop. And I think yeah, that's something that's maybe missing in nowadays ago, having a lot of guys who were wrestling 20 years ago or years ago who are currently active still on the roster, most of them, man, we don't really have that many as, as much before. So when we get yeah. a situation with Omos and AJ, it's good. And with Lashley, it's important to remember that people forget that he was tipped to be something really, really special. But Vince, they, they wanted to work with him a bit more before he went to the main roster. But Vince, yeah. Vince ended up... Ended yeah. Vince, Saw him and was like, nah, pull him up straight away. And they're like, yeah, no, 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 six no. months. See, but yeah. he only had six months yeah. of training. You know, if, right. if not, yeah, if not for his amateur background, he might have flopped. But exactly. you know, but he had only do it having having that only, only those six months of training. But he seemed to just sort of um, like a water, like a like a fish to water, yeah. seemed to take to wrestling really well. Well, thank you for joining us today, man. I'm gonna ask um, go past to NK, and um, I guess we'll start off with. Um, before we talk about the Mount Rush wrestling, NK, please, please let people know about what you do, your podcast, your platform. You're part of the Wrestling's family. Yeah. Uh, so, and, uh, and when was your earliest memory of, of wrestling? When was your earliest memory? So, I'll do my, I'll, I'll get my plugs out of the way. If you want to see um, me talk about wrestling, follow the man about wrestling. You know, you know, I'm the New Japan correspondent. You know, TDM, Tokyo Dome Merchants. You know, Japanese wrestling is my thing. You know what I'm saying? And if you want to just see me talk about general topics, follow me on Rare Podcast. But um, in terms of my first version of wrestling, Starcade Hulk Hogan versus Sting. I don't know mm-hmm. why this was the what, it's the earliest match I remember. I don't know what uncle had it, but <laughs> I remember going to uncle's house and they were just playing. And I saw this thing, and I can't, he creeped me out. I was young. Like, I was very young. Sting creeped me out. But I just saw Hulk Hogan versus Sting. And that's, like, the first, like, um, like image I remember. I just remember Sting's entrance at Starcade. I was like, wow. But um, in terms of like, the first, um, like, program I ever saw, um, I, I don't know why, John Cena and the Big Show sticks out to me. Because I remember as a kid, um, you yeah. know, the whole Thugonomics yeah. gimmicks. Yeah, it was, program. Yeah, 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 just yeah. The whole John Cena big show. I was a huge John Cena fan in it. Um, still up to this day, even though during that the Super Cena stuff, I hated him, but now I like him again. But uh, yeah, John Cena was definitely my guy. Um, and in terms of my Mount Rushmore, um, it's AJ, Omega, Shawn Michaels, and Okada. Yeah. That. What I love about 
you guys at wrestling as well. What I love about you guys is you guys are avid like TNA fans. Like, yeah, that's the like a lot of people. When be, when when you say stuff like AJ and people say, and don't get me wrong, AJ is there's no doubt he should be in anyone's Matt Rush, but he's one of the greatest of all time. But I don't think people understand how much AJ means to you guys. Like I think they see it as, oh AJ, oh you mean you've only liked him since 2016 and maybe a little bit of the New Japan stuff. No 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 no. You guys no. been watching AJ since like X Division days and 2003 and 2004 when man had the slick hair down, the earring and you know, what a- I mean? like for me, the reason why AJ is my um, greatest of all time, my favorite wrestler of all time, and the reason why AJ is that for me because he exposed me to a style of wrestling I hadn't seen before. Um, right. going right. from you know, growing up, everyone watched WWE, there was particular, particular style, and then going from that, and then not even just the X division, but going to see his other stuff in ROH, stuff, stuff he had with Paul London. The stuff we had with bare different man in ROH, and it's like, wow, these guys are doing like not only is this guy flipping, but he's flipping and they and and it's and they and it's hard hitting. And then you see the stuff of the X Division matches where yeah. AJ is just doing great, and it's like AJ's exposed exposed me AJ and X Division exposed me to the style of wrestling I hadn't seen before. And then from AJ to do that to go to New Japan, which is a completely different style and he's you know somebody who doesn't speak Japanese he's, he's a foreigner and to do what he did with Bullet Club and he you know no disrespect to Prince Devitt but he he he's like the first person to like make Bullet Club like truly like a global the global phenomenon that we know it is to be like that started with AJ and then obviously Omega took the reins from that but Bullet Club under AJ's reign was incredible yeah, it's and the best. It's, mm-hmm. the, it's the best ring. It's the best. It ring. was. It was incredible, and that was that Bullet Club AJ is a is a different character to the phenomenal AJ style. We saw glimpses of that towards his um later run in TNA, but like that heel persona from AJ, we never knew AJ could tap into that heel persona like that until we saw Bullet Club AJ. It was like raw, like this AJ guy can evolve, and then then. Like for me, WWE is like the cherry on the ice on the top of the cake. Like, cool. If you just look at ROH, TNA, New Japan, that for me already cemented him as my goal. But when he went to WWE and for a guy like AJ, you know how Vince is, for a guy like AJ to come in and prove Vince wrong, because Vince wasn't a fan of AJ in the beginning. No, uh, for AJ to to come in and prove Vince wrong was just the cherry on the ice. Like, this guy is literally the person where. You know, we have we have these fantasy debates of uh could he survive in this company? Because we don't have to have that conversation with AJ. He's done it. He survived in every company. He was good and he was going through that all of his life before he went to WWE. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone was like he'll never make it in WWE. Everybody wrote yeah. him up. You know what I mean? Even like cause when I think Triple H when Triple H was forming NXT in 2014, 15, AJ yeah. was on the short list. And even then, like, internet was pissed that like, all the Ring of Honor fans and the New Japan fans were fuming that Triple H would even think of bringing him to NXT and not straight to the main roster. Yeah. So when they finally signed him, they did like, well, we can't make that mistake. Let's put him on the main roster. And then he proved, he proved it. He proved everybody right. Like, he's, yeah. he's a star, you know. Yeah. And, there's, and there's something special about that class. Like, as much as I, I grew up watching Ring of Honor and I loved, and I loved Ring of Honor and I loved TNA, I didn't really appreciate how great those wrestlers were. Does that make any sense? I was a fan of the mm. product and I was a fan of Daniel Bryan. I was a fan of the, 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 the but I always, cause I, cause I grew up watching Japanese wrestling. I always felt, yeah, these guys are good, but it is taking Japan wrestling basically and making mm. it. Yeah. I always felt, but 
I think as a grown ass man now, I could see how special and and because I guess the longevity of what they've done and have they changed American wrestling as well. Because American wrestling has changed because of mm, yeah, yeah exactly. So I, I, I think now I can really see how special that class of wrestlers was. You know, the you know, the AJs, the like you said, Paul London's, the Brian Kendrick's, thank you, mm-hmm. the homicides, the Cesaro's, the Daniel Bryan, of course, Samoa Joe, Austin Aries. Big up to Austin Aries. This was, he was one of my yeah. favorites. Yeah, he's, he's one of my favorites. I mean, you know, unfortunately he doesn't really wrestle as much. Yeah, and the thing is as well, if you look at like critique of like um wrestling at that time, everyone will say like the older heads will say oh like this style of wrestling isn't sustainable. These guys are gonna burn out in five yeah. years and ten years. These guys are gonna look at them now, like they're yeah. still they're the ones that are still going. Definitely, that's <laughs> what's going. yeah. And it's still going and in top top pace, top speed, yeah. still going in hundred percent. They're in better condition than guys were in the nineties. Well, they weren't yeah. living hard because no, they, no, they lived no, clean. No, they were no, living no, clean. No, living no, clean no, was the key. Obviously, obviously, no, though, like AJ no, did no, make no, a, but you know AJ did make changes at thirty-five. Though you know he he did tone it down at thirty-five. He got to thirty-five. Yeah, and and I'm, I want to yeah. make money. I want to I want to have on being in this game for as long as possible and make as much pee as possible. But he could still bust a four fifty, and that's still a big thing. Yeah, he could still he's still yeah, doing things out here for sure. Okay, cool, wicked. All right, so we we've got a a really um. We've got a lot to talk about today, actually. Mm. Um, I guess we'll, we'll talk about um, the big news that came out just before WWE Day 1 pay-per-view, that Roman Reigns, who was supposed to be in the main event against Brock Lesnar, uh, that match was going to get postponed uh, because Roman Reigns caught COVID. Is that right, Max? Did he catch COVID? Is that what he Yeah, yeah he's got COVID-19. Uh, I, I personally think he's had it for a while maybe i think this is the back end of him isolating i think he'll probably mm. be on smackdown on on friday um but yeah he's probably in his isolation periods so yeah okay all right okay and so what they did was the the big news going into this pay-per-view which made me really tune in because i don't think i was like, i'm gonna i'm gonna lie to you guys i don't think i was gonna watch this but, but when i heard that brock lesnar was getting injected to the fatal four-way and it's now become a fatal five-way I was like, yeah i'm watching this and i was throughout the whole pay-per-view i was actually really looking forward to the main event. But let's talk about the pay-per-view, Max. It wasn't a bad pay-per-view, was it? It, it wasn't. Um, I don't feel like much changed, especially on the, the undercard side of things. We got another phenomenal New Day and Usos match. Like These men are just putting these matches together. Even when you think you've seen everything that these mm-hmm. lot can do, there's still something else. Um, and yeah, that, that was really, really good. The RK Bro match defending against Street Profits. That's where we got the celebrity appearance of the Migos came out and stuff like that. Offset was living his best life in the wrestling <laughs> ring. I'm so uh, glad you said that, Max, because there was this little bit of stupid internet backlash. They didn't understand, like, they were saying that why is Migos coming out with Orton and Riddle? But Orton, Orton is a legend. Orton like, is a goat. Orton is a goat. Migos, they love Orton. Like, yeah. Yeah, I still understand why people are getting upset about that. Yeah, but it, it was all good in the end. Obviously, they um they all hugged, they were embraced, blah blah blah. Um, RK Bro retained, but um yeah, I think the big the big thing coming out of that match, or what like you said, what you tuned in for, was the fact Brock Lesnar never got his Roman Reigns match. He still wanted the w, uh, a title, wanted to leave with a title. He got inserted into the the Fatal Four Way, making it a Fatal Five Way. I said this earlier today. The positioning of, of Big E throughout this whole programming was just oh, as a yeah. champion. <laughs> it was terrible because they literally had a graphic 
which moved Big E to the side and put Brock Lesnar front and center of the graphic. Brock Lesnar covering the WWE Championship. You know, if there's any way to feel like a second tier champion, that's it. And that's to a man that's not even got the title yet. And then, um, yeah, we in, in the, the match itself, I think was just phenomenal. I think in the last few years, WWE have become very good at this kind of, smash style wrestling like it's this ain't gonna last long we're gonna give you 10 minutes of fast-paced chaos like and you know um, when they, you know when they mastered that style was that the fatal oh. four-way at SummerSlam Joe mm. with Reigns and Reigns all them and yeah. I'm drawn yeah yeah that's when they yeah. mastered it because that yes. match was amazing so we, we we had that um to be honest all men looked really good in that match even Biggie which was eventually pinned um questionable why he was the one to be pinned um, but yeah, Brock Lesnar walked out as champion. You know, a lot has been said about Big E's title reign. It hasn't been the best, um, hasn't been the most um kind of must-see TV, if you like. But um the the minute you put Brock Lesnar in a match, I just feel like especially a match like this sort of thing, it, it, it caused a lot of intrigue. You know, we, we wish Roman well and that, but like this was probably the most exciting creative stuff that came from from Roman's illness and um yeah obviously now we got Brock versus um Lashley who we'll get on to talk about in a bit I'll, I'll ask Smokey Smokey were you happy with the booking of Lashley in the fatal five way you know he didn't he was the only one I believe that didn't really get a suplex didn't get a f5 they really kind of protected Lashley I felt more so oh. than Oh, absolutely. But you know what? I, this is, they, they, I think this was, it was um, definitely, um, pre, what's it, preempted? I think it's preempted in a sense because, you know, when they were doing those little graphics of Rash, I think it was the last pay-per-view, I think the one in November, Survivor Series, you know, they did the whole little mini video vignette for Lashley showing his amateur yeah. background and all of this stuff. So they probably had this match in mind, maybe not for no, maybe not for... They've the done it on this show as well. Yeah. They've done it on new, new. what's it called? Day one. Say new day, day one. Day. Okay. Day one as same. well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they probably had um, the, the match, the, the what what happened, what the, this uh, Bobby Lashley, uh, Brock Lesnar encounter in mind at some point, maybe just not now. So they definitely had it in mind because there was a definite um, preemptive thought to make sure after coming off crown jewel after he had lost to Goldberg to make sure that Lashley looked as strong as possible, especially they put him in a gauntlet, he ran the gauntlet then he had this match now, so then yeah. it's definitely, I'm definitely definitely happy but yeah, they've kept him strong and NK, one thing I really noticed, he was really over, like Lashley Lashley, he was, he got cheered up he got, there was, he got the, I think he got the biggest reaction of everyone in that match, am I right? Yeah. I don't know, I don't know if, yeah Definitely one. I did. I did. I'll, I'll preface. I didn't watch day one. I just saw highlights. So I, I mean, if you know what it is, yeah, I think it started with the um the tag team match in Milwaukee. If you notice in Milwaukee when he had the tag team match with um Big E, it started there. Yeah, with the scene yeah, started in Milwaukee. It that seems, to be, it seems that it's working. Vince is yeah, working. For some reason. I don't know how they did it or, or why they did it, but it worked. They they obviously Lashley dropped the title to um Big E. I think in between he had his program with Goldberg um, and then maybe a bit quiet for a few weeks. And the minute by fire or by force, they just kind of forced him into this fatal mm. four way. Again, momentum has been with him. Mm. I mean, we're living in an era where we want believability in our wrestling. Yes, and you look at Lashley and that yeah. is a believable guy. Yeah, and I, I think it just it, it makes sense why, you know, they're giving him almost this second run um, in the main event scene, if you like. 
All right, so we're going to talk about loads of stuff in, in day one, but let's, let's start off with there was an injury, right, in the tag match. It was Ricochet and Cesaro. Mm. Uh, who was it against? Who Rich, was, um, it was Rich Holland. Rich Holland. I got it. Yeah. And who was Rich Holland's partner? Who was Rich Holland? Oh, it was it Sheamus? Sheamus. Sheamus. All right. Okay. Uh, Mets, please talk to us about this, but it did look painful. I'm not going to lie. So um, I've seen I've seen the move. Um, Smokey, maybe you can. It was a, a moonsault and the no, no, it was, a, it was an assisted four fifty. And this thing is this botch from happens Cesaro. Quite, that's it. Yeah, yeah. It, this thing happens quite frequently. You know, um, Flamita and Bandido they do this move a lot, and it happens yeah. a lot where Bandido lands with the knee. So that's what kind of what happened. But it was weird the position uh, Ricochet's positioning because he stood uh, further up, up in, in the upper body towards the face which was what i found kind of interesting and why he wasn't more central to more with his midsection which is why that was that's a little bit odd maybe, and, and ricochet is so athletic you don't even yeah he's it. got good control of his body but that's gonna happen with that move yeah or maybe, or maybe it's the strength of cesaro maybe it was the strength of cesaro much momentum i was just gonna say max because cesaro is mm. a strong mofo so he, he probably just unfortunately didn't mean to but unbalanced him with the strength, you know what I mean? Yeah, and ended yeah. up landing on his face. Well, we hope Rich Holland's okay. He's a promising talent. I did see some of his work at NXT uh, before he got called up. Um, he's probably, I, I see a lot of people on Twitter say he's going to wear the Sheamus. Yeah, team. I was saying it too. Yeah, he probably will, yeah. We should probably do that still. He played um, rugby, so he's a, he's a tough guy for sure. Um, and the first match was the New Day uh, Usos. Mets already kind of mentioned that. Great match between the two of those. Um are we still going to see Naomi? What's, what's is Naomi ever going to be part of the bloodline? I don't know what's going on. Here. You know uh, what? Yeah, I was thinking about that, and it felt like I think someone mentioned something on Twitter, but I kind of think like it's good that she hasn't, that she's had this storyline on her own. I mean, it would be cool to add her to the bloodline and to bring a female sort of um, aspect to the bloodline, but it's kind of good that she's had this storyline on her own by herself and she's figuring it out by herself that she doesn't need. She hasn't had to uh, get help from somebody else to fight her battles. She's fighting the battle herself, as opposed to the. Go ahead, Max. I think I think they need to end it though. Now the the thing with Sonya Deville's been going on for far too long, and um, day one would have been a good place to end it, because. Um, if Naomi enters the Royal Rumble and is doing all of her regular stunts around the ring, the Kofi-esque kind of spots, and then you just see, like, Sonya Deville just stop her from getting back in the ring or something like that, it's like, we're still going at this, and, you know, th we need a payoff. We need a payoff. Yeah. It's been going on for months. I just... Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with Max. And I just feel... I don't know. Maybe I'm just reverting to my 1999, 898 booking. Of like when people would just like turn heel and join a faction, and mm. I, just, I would just like to see Naomi join the bloodline. I just think no, 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 it, it, no it, it would be fun. There's no doubt about it. That would be fun to sort of add a female, a woman's as a woman's perspective yeah. to the bloodline. Add that and sort of turn it into something else, and then you could sort of bring more women into the sort of storyline. You could bring a, a more women in on TV into the storyline and give it a new dynamic for sure. No, no, there's definitely some um, some sense to that. But I'm, just, I'm just enjoying that she's handling the business herself, in a sense. Okay, yeah, fair enough. No, I like that too. Uh, Max, you already mentioned the tag match between Street Profits and RK Bro. Are we going to see Orton Riddle WrestleMania? Is this what's, is this what's going to build up to? Is is Riddle? Ah, take this out, guys. Is Riddle going to be the reason Orton doesn't win the World Rumble? And and then Orton takes that to heart, but doesn't show it until WrestleMania time. 
I, I'm not completely sure that Orton is not going to be is going to be the heel. Is in he's going to be the negative. I think right now the momentum this guy is is um you know riding in terms of the, the fans, how hard the fans are behind him. They may be turning riddle before they turn well Max, I want to give you some credit because if this does come true, you did call this back in October when <laughs> they first started off this this feud and I was so convinced that Owen's gonna turn again and you're like no I think it'll be riddle and I said oh I like that so if if they do do it I'm gonna, I'm gonna big you up and say that you said it but so we'll see um uh we'll be quickly we will run down wrestling quickly obviously Becky Lynch versus Liv Morgan Liv Morgan she's a good athlete she's a good trier I just I'm just not invested in her work I'm gonna be real likewise and, and this match I think she's coming along but you know maybe yeah. there's there's still there's still there's still ways to go you know she's not far off a little she bit more she, she did a very impressive sunset flip from yeah, the Jerry Lynn. So she pulled yeah, a Jerry Lynn. Yeah. Very Jerry Lynnish. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what I was speaking of. So that was nice. But yeah, she's got she's got moves. I just as a character, I'm just not there. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. McIntyre and Moss was um Madcap Moss also on this card. Um, I didn't need to be on this card at no. all. It just uh, took too long for me. I liked the match, but it just took, it dragged on a little longer than it needed to be. Yeah. McIntyre should be squashing my man. Um, yeah, well, that, should that shouldn't even be. That shouldn't even be. He shouldn't be a worthy opponent. Oh. Yeah, but apparently McIntyre's got an, an actual injury, um, which they've hidden with a backstage attack by Corbin yeah. and um, Madcap Moss, so he might be off TV. I just hope for it's not serious, bit. man. Yeah, exactly. Um, Edge and the Miz. Did you not know this was the longest match on the card? Really, it didn't feel like it. 20 minutes. It was the longest match on the card. It, it didn't feel like it. It didn't feel like it. Me, bro. It was long to me, bro. It, was, it, was it, it felt yeah, long to me. Like 20 minutes. Anything yeah, with Miz that's longer than eight minutes in the ring is long, bro. It's long. Edge like and Miz was 20 minutes. Um, Uzo's New Day was 17 minutes, I think it was. Right. I, 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 I haven't watched day one, but I've noticed Edge's is, Edge has been putting a lot of long matches recently. I feel, I feel like Edge has, Edge has something to prove because He's yeah. been doing a lot, like a lot. Ever since he's come back, right? because I don't know, maybe he's maybe he's heard you know the whole gimmick merchant criticism, and he's like, you know what, I'm t- I just want to put I just want to put on long matches because he had the match, the greatest match ever with Orton. Then he had the matches with Seth. He's been putting on a lot of yeah, like lengthy matches. The matches with Roman, like yeah, like he's putting on a lot of lengthy stuff. And you have to remember this man, he was on a podcast too, innit? He had a podcast with Christian. And you know he was talk he was talking big, sort of grease in his own way, innit? So he wanted to show that he's not just what somebody who's just behind the scenes chatting, chatting that he can come back and, and show you what he was on it. about. Yeah, yeah, I was on this. This is what I was talking about. This is what I meant when I said this and that and that. And so he's trying to show that he's not just a just just a, a, a critic for the sake of it, being that he was a wrestler himself. So yeah. Um, and was there any other matches after this? I think it was just the main event after this, wasn't it? You yeah. mentioned, yeah, already the Becky Lynch, Liv Morgan. Yeah, that's it. Then, yeah, that yeah, was it. it was the, the Fatal Five. Yeah. Okay. So let's go around. I know NK didn't see it. So we'll start with you, Smokey. Out of five, what would you give WWE day one? I would give it 3.5 out of five. Next? I think I'll give it a three. It was a good start to the year. It was all about the main event. Um, New Day and um, my head's gone blank. Uzos was a was a very good match. 
but there was a lot of filler and filler within matches. So yeah, I'm gonna give you a free as well, and I'm also gonna ask: Is everybody happy with Brock Lesnar being the new WWE champion? Let's start with NK. Um. Yes, because it create okay. I feel like the WWE Championship has been the secondary belt for ever since Roman came back, and it's finally now the WWE Universal Title look on par with each other, um, and it makes WrestleMania season a lot more interesting because I think by this we're all expecting okay Roman and Brock for the Universal, and then whoever's going to fight for the WWE, but now. There's a lot more intrigue, at least for me, going into Royal Rumble season and WrestleMania. So, yeah, I'm happy with it. Um, I, I can't really speak on Biggie's run because I haven't seen it too tough. But, um, yeah, Pete, I've seen lukewarm reactions to his run as a whole. But Lesnar winning is not a problem. It just begs the question of where are the new stars? Because, you know, same guys all over again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not actually disappointed. I'm, I am happy he did. It's just the way it's sort of the way the cookie crumbled for Big E was kind of rough. You know, Brock was do a win. You know, I mean, I think yeah. to the best of my knowledge, he's lost three of the three of his last four pay per view matches. He put over Roman at SummerSlam in 18. He put over um, uh, Drew, uh, Drew Rollins, Rollins at WrestleMania. He put over Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania as well. So he's he was due a big win, whether it was day one or mania, he was gonna win a title. It just happened that the cookie crumbled on this particular day one on this pay-per-view. And I, I, I do feel bad for Big E because in a way he's been he has been made to feel the side man of his reign, you know. Yeah. The, the the way uh, the booking, the way they've booked it outside of his feud, his matchups with Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre, what they've done post that they've kind of made him feel like the side man in this in this situation, and that's or there is, but putting Brock in, bringing Brock in uh, into the title picture has been good for the title because now at least um, the definite perception is that there will be level with the with you level with the universal title, and this presented us with this new opportunity to sort of reshuffle things and create intrigue on both Raw and SmackDown at the same level. Next, yeah, I would agree with what these guys have said. It's all about making the next few months to Mania feel special feel big time raw now all of a sudden feels on you know in on par with what roman's doing on smackdown and it looks harsh on biggie paul Heyman was excellent on raw to to really put over biggie because he knows obviously once brock lesnar comes around you know everything changes all the plans change so paul Heyman did a really good job in saying that biggie's been a really good champ even though i think you know he stretched it <laughs> he said that paul biggie's been a really good champion um he's a formidable contender he will be champion again one day etc etc um put over lashley as well put over brock of course um and i think you know yeah, it looks like they're going back to the well. There's no new stars. But I actually think Bobby Lashley is going to gain a lot. Obviously, he's now got the match he's always wanted. And my early prediction is he's going to beat Lesnar for that title. Yeah. Um, at Rumble. And I think he's going to beat him. And then they maybe do Lashley and Big E at WrestleMania. And Big E gets a win there. And again, so like Big E, again, may come off a bit better. Um, big win at Mania. And maybe the second time round, they'll have better plans for him um so it looks a bit harsh right now to to biggie but i do think whenever that second title reign comes it'll be handled a lot better than this one has well you think that's you heard... Heard... Hmm? what you say sorry 
You think Lashley's going to beat Brock? Is that what you said? I think Lashley may beat Brock and then enter the Royal Rumble and then win the Royal Rumble and then go back for Roman. Okay. Or, you know, the way... Look, Lesnar, I ain't seen him work this much for time, bro. He's yeah. going to be on SmackDown. He's going to be on Raw again next week. At this rate, he may even turn up to Elimination Chamber if he needs to, to go back for Roman. So there's there's places where Brock can, you know, easily get back into the picture. And, you know, worst comes to worst, he's Brock Lesnar. He'll walk into the picture if he needs to. So, um, yeah, I could see Lashley beating him for that title. What do you okay, think you about the rumours? Yeah, what do you think about the um, people are speculating that WrestleMania might be champion versus champion, Brock versus Roman? If it's I champion mean, versus it's... champion, yeah. I don't mind. Mm. If it's a unification match for the titles, I've got a big problem with that because like you said already, NK, they're not building new stars. So if Roman holds both belts in the chokehold, we're finished. Like, no, no one, <laughs> there's no new stars coming. Yeah. No one's going to beat a, a powerful Roman like that. So I'd, a champion versus champion kind of exhibition match, I don't mind. But like a unification match is, and a brand split ending, I don't think is the right way to go. Okay. This is interesting. I, 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 I do feel sorry for Biggie. Um, I didn't, I'm going to be completely honest though. I mean, I really enjoyed the fact that he became champion and I was happy he was the champion. I just didn't really watch Raw when he was. I'm not, and that's not Biggie's fault because Raw has been really lackluster regardless of who the champion was. But I just, unfortunately, I kind of wish Biggie was able to hook me in a bit more. Does that make any sense? And I wasn't getting that. But I didn't like Smokey. No, it wasn't not Smokey. Like NK. I didn't really see much to kind of comment on Biggie's title reign. But I, I've heard some comments on WhatsApp messages that Max and I are both in. Uh, people saying that it wasn't all that. And um, some... So I'm just going to say, DJ Ace wasn't happy with Biggie. Bruh. Bruh. DJ Ace wasn't happy with Biggie's title run. Okay, my bad, Ace, for making you up. But you wasn't. All right? I'm just going to be real. You wasn't. Anyway, let's keep going. What happened on Raw? I didn't see Raw. Oh, Raw was great. Raw was good, man. Raw was really good. This this um, last night was good. Um, you had Damian Priest defenders. They actually now made that whole split personality mean something, which is good. They now turned it. If only had, a, I guess it had a payoff in that you know they made the stipulation for his match with with Ziggler that if he switched and then lost his temp, lost his temper, they DQ him and he'd lose the title. So that became a whole story. That became the whole story of the match. Ziggler doing all his best to uh, provoke him to lose his temper and cost him the match. And obviously he didn't. And the match was really good. And, and he didn't, and he retained. And obviously, um, also was on. You had the fake. They, they. I think essentially they ran the original match intended for day one as the main event with Bobby Lashley, Rollins, Biggie, and Owens. They ran that again. That was crazy because they were fighting in the concession stand, and all, it was a madness. They were fighting in the concession stand. Yeah, that, that was proper up. ninety-eight raw. Yeah, yeah. Figured it back. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's wicked. All right, I might yeah. check out raw. It, it um, was a, it was a it was a really good start to the year. Um, yeah. it, it's always very hard to rate Raw because it's like you're rating it against a very low bar usually. But um, th this one was good. A lot of high energy. Brock Lesnar opened the show. Um, Brock Lesnar even copying um, Roman Roman Reigns' stick him. with telling the <laughs> South Carolina crowd to acknowledge him. Oh, that's um, awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, Brock Lesnar's having the time of his life, honestly. Yeah, he, he really um, is. Like like, like um. Smokey said, "We we saw um, 
the US Championship was on the line, and that was actually a pretty good match with some really fun near falls between Dolph Ziggler and um, Damian Priest. Um, RK Bro, non-title match. They oh, yeah. lost to Alpha Academy, I believe. Yes, they um, did. Yeah, Otis pinned um, Riddle, so I don't know if that might cause some tension yeah, and down I like the, the line. Yeah. And they did a good thing with the RKO situation. You know, Andy Orton had trouble hitting him with the RKO. He had trouble until he finally did last week. They kept that feud going with Riddle. He tried to go for it. Oh, it stopped him and counted him and in, into his slam, that world's strongest slam. So I think it's good that they sort of kept that um, theme going with um, with Otis. Okay. Yeah. We had um, a women's tag team championship match, which was like two minutes. So I don't even know why they're bothering with these belts, to be honest. Um, Carmella and um, Zelina were defending it against Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea Ripley. And... Um, Rhea Ripley, I don't even think she got tagged into the match. They've been telling this story where Nikki ASH is the weak link of this team. Again, she was proven right. I just think Rhea Ripley just needs to turn on her and just end this nonsense. I think that's what we're going to get. Yeah, it's it's not going anywhere. Um, Street Profits, um, I think they were the first people to declare they're going into the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um, I want to see a contest board, number one. Listen to this, Angelo Dawkins turns around and he says yeah it's every man for themselves so, and like what's his face Montez, Montez. looked at him like all right then um so but yeah they got a win on raw against apollo cruz and commander aziz and uh, probably building them towards the rumble also austin theory had his little segment with vince mcmahon austin theories in the royal rumble and the mysterios ray and dominic are in the royal rumble so those are like the first five competitors that we're going to see and johnny that. knoxville and johnny knoxville of course johnny yeah. knoxville um not that i care at all with these celebrities appearances but um almost and aj styles um this is i guess the the payoff for these these guys feud um I mean, we could talk about this for a bit. AJ Styles has obviously tried to put him with almost to kind of, you know, bring him forward in his development and stuff like that. Um, personally, I don't think almost is there yet. I don't think he's ready. No, he's I, don't not. Think he's, 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 yeah. I don't think his character's interesting. And I think the crowd nowadays, this isn't the 90s where it's like, oh my God, this guy's seven foot tall. Like no. nowadays as fans, we need our wrestlers to be able to, to wrestle. Yeah. And I don't know what you guys think of Omos. Omos yeah. needs to run the main event loop. I know they can't do house show. He can't. Uh, I don't know about he's working house shows, but he needs to get on the main event loop and wrestle as many matches on there as possible away from sort of the pressure of Raw so he can get. But there's something there. But he just needs he needs the reps. He definitely needs reps. Seriously, he needs those reps. What do you think about almost man? You think he needs a charismatic manager? I don't know what almost needs. I, 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 like every time I see almost, I'm like, the only thing about him is that he's tall. That, 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 he's tall. But that's the, he's 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 tall. What else? He's not. He, the thing is, oh, I, he's he's seven foot, but I'm not even intimidated by him. In terms, it's not even like, oh my god, this guy's a monster. This guy's a, no. It's just he's just tall. And like, cool, being seven foot, cool, your moveset is going to be naturally limited. But then that's where presence come in. And with presence is one of those, presence is, I think, it's one of those things in wrestling that you can develop, but you can't really teach. You either have it or you don't. And I feel yeah. like almost has had enough time on screen to, to show us that. Really. And he just he doesn't understand. have it. And the thing is, it's like, okay, cool. 
let's say if now almost can successfully do a big boot, a choke slam, you know, a body slam, cool. The cap, the the presence thing is still lacking, and where, like, where's almost is ceiling? Like, I don't, I don't, like, where do you guys see almost? I don't see him doing anything of value. At best, United States champion. At best. <laughs> There needs to be a, a golf. No, no, you're if, not, he no. Win, if he wins the US championship, the rest of them man in the mid card need to be seriously looking at themselves. And I know it's all you know, the, the championships are practically handed out, you know, without kind of pulling the wool over people's eyes too much. But like, yeah, it, there's no way that, that his ceiling he's reached, and that's being the tag team champion winning it at WrestleMania with AJ Styles. That is his ceiling, and right now, from what I can see, he's reached it. Yeah, he needs to he needs to be off raw and doing loops like mad. Because Commander Aziz is definitely ahead of him. He's ahead of him because he's done the loops. He did the um the NXT loops. Mm-hmm. He's ready to do start doing things. Oh almost needs to be running the loops for real. Even a, even him. as a even as a character, Commander Aziz is yeah. something better than almost. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if I'm not he's not gonna win the World Rumble. He's not going to. Oh no, no I no. wouldn't be surprised if almost eliminates at least 10, 13 people out of the Rumble. Because they're all in on him. They're all in on him. It's Vince. But what it's but Vince, I don't bro. understand. But, but the reason why the reason why we're talking about him right now is because of Vince. The only reason he may not do that. The only reason he may not do that is because correct me if I'm wrong, I think the record holder for most eliminations is Roman. It is Roman at the moment. And, and they probably want to keep that with Roman. However, he may still, you know, eliminate like eight people or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, and then they'll gang up on him and eliminate him. Mm-hmm. And then he'll start a few. So he'll pull someone out and that's going to be his WrestleMania moment. It, it's like you've seen this before, Skillet. Mm. Yeah, it's like, it's like they do the same thing every year. <laughs> okay. So, and, and, and in worthy notes of Raw, because I know NK is dying over here and he's dying to talk about New Japan. <laughs> any other noteworthy stuff no, that's it. The, I mean, yeah, we talk about the the, the main event. Um, Obviously, the only it's other thing a triple threat is... uh, for the, for for to take for a shot at Becky. Dewdrop came in and called um, Adam Pearce grandpa. That was kind of funny, calling him grandpa. Yeah. She called so... him grandpa, then she got um she demanded a shot at the title. So it's gonna be her versus Bianca versus Liv for a shot at Becky at the Rumble. I like that. And then um, next week they seem to be beginning a story of Alexa Bliss's journey back to Raw. So we ain't seen Alexa Bliss on TV since the middle of the year when she lost to Charlotte. Charlotte ripped up her little fiend doll thing. So um, it looks like whatever they're doing, maybe it's going to be a series of therapy sessions and then Alexa Bliss turns up at the Rumble. Who knows? Interesting. Okay, so some exciting things from the WWE perspective, some things to look forward to. WWE is not always perfect. They don't always get things right. They make whole loads of mistakes. But it does sound like from the start of 2022, you know, and obviously Royal Rumble season is coming. So hopefully in this month, we've seen some good stuff that will follow on to the next month and the Mania build up. Hopefully WWE, obviously after Mania, it's going gonna, it's gonna to all go to shit again. But hopefully <laughs> this first four months is going to be nothing but good entertaining wrestling. Uh, let's talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling, Wrestle Kingdom time. Um, how many days have they extended it now? Because I know it's usually two. Is it like three, four now? Four? Three. Three, <laughs> three, three days. Oh, sorry. Sorry, MK. Three. three. Three days now. So no longer the two-day show. It's now becoming a three-day show. And um, 
boy, well, you could tell that today in today's episode. But anyway, today's episode of, well, not episode, but today's pay-per-view. Um, it was the 50th anniversary of New Japan Pro Wrestling. We started in 1972. Uh, they had some really good montage matches of, you know, Tatsumi Fujinami, Antonio Noko, some classic, you know, this imagery of Japan, uh, New Japan throughout the years. Um, NK, let's talk about you, bro. Well, you, you know, it kicks off every year with that battle royale that they do. What was it called, that battle royale that they do? This it shows that um, I'm always on the, the Rambo. What's it? Is it called the Rambo? R- yeah, Rambo, yeah. R A N B O. Yeah, I can't. I, I hate battle. I, I'm not a fan of a lot of battle royals. I and their battle royal, I've never liked it, even during the good Wrestle Kingdoms. I've never, liked yeah, it. it's, just, there, it? it's always it's 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 it's, it's pre show material. Let's just mm. keep it's pre show material. That's all it is. Um, but yeah, we saw the, the battle royal was we saw some cool faces. I don't know why Suzuki was in the battle royal, but yeah, I thought Suzuki, that was an insult. Yeah. There we go. Um, they could have used him in the main card. They really could have. Um, take evil and put Suzuki there. But anyway, um, you had you had Seema. Seema is somebody who's appeared on um, AW Dynamite a few times. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, Toriano. Yeah, Toriano. So Toriano is obviously the. Co- I, why is Chase Owen still there? Like, I'm so sorry. Why is like, I'm so sorry? Like, I something. Why Chase Owen? Yeah. Like, no, you see, like, uh, people talk about Kevin Nash's prayer and wrestling in terms of Kevin Nash, somebody who's been able to coast by and not do. Chase Owen has a prayer in wrestling. Yeah. Chase Owens is stealing a living. I'm so sorry. Like, you know, <laughs> make your money, King. You know, do your thing. I'm happy you're working in a pandemic. I'm happy. But my friend, you're stealing a living. <laughs> Chase Owens. <laughs> She's not I see that. You know what it was? You know when I was finished, yeah, I was watching it, yeah. I was kind of watching it. I, sh- I chatted to God. You know, I'm just saying that. It was on in the background. I'm talking to God. You know, God. I don't know if you guys heard what I said, but I was chatting yeah. to God. And um, <laughs> when I was chatting to God, uh, Tatsumi Fujinami shows up. And then yeah. the, she's telling me something deep, you know. She's telling me something about her mother, isn't it? Yeah. Right. And then Tatsumi, Tatsumi, I was like, what the fuck? And she's like, <laughs> I said, oh, no, sorry, sorry, you guys, sorry, sorry about that. But man doing dragon screws at the age of like 70 something. Well, like, I was like, what's going on? But I know it's like it's the 50th anniversary, and you know, they have to do some of these celebrations. Like, you'll see Bob Backlund show up in WWE Royal Rumble. It's like that, in it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. But it's just, yeah, they just don't know how to make it entertaining. When WWE has mastered like Royal Rumble, like Battle Royals and WWE is kind of dead, but Royal Rumble, especially. Like, they just know what they're doing, but yeah, I feel with New Japan, it's like there's just certain things there, like because they're like a very sports oriented product, and you know, their bread and butter is this we're going to put on bangers, we're going to do this. They don't really step outside of that, and when they step outside that and try to do more, you know, gimmick matches, sometimes it works off, but most of the time, it comes like, yeah, this is this is not your speciality. This is not yeah. your field. Like, yes. you know, like it's like, it's like a choir. Everyone has their role. You know, you got, you know, you got the baritones, you know, you got the sopranos, you know. Sometimes just stay in your lane, stay in your key. <laughs> like all of this, you're trying to do high notes and then you're not there. Like just stay where you are. And this 
But WWE do, you know, I criticize a lot, but they do, in terms of the gimmick stuff, yeah, they do they it do better than anyone. Better 100%. Than anyone. 100%. And could it have been, why couldn't they get Liger to do a little appearance? I would have liked to see Liger back for one night. You know what I mean? Liger. Mm, maybe because he just retired, didn't it? Maybe he was, yeah. he would have felt like it's a, a little bit dishonest because he just retired and he's back in there again. It's like five minute show up, go home, shower. Like, it's <laughs> He's still retired, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You might get obviously, there's still a night two at the point of where we're recording. There's still a night two, you might get a little appearance from point. some other guys as well. I want to see the great Muta. They need, like, where's the like, great Muta doesn't get I mean, I mean he's, he's, good. he's, he's good. good, he's on, he's on, he's on day three, I swear. He's, he's gonna be on day three, yeah. That's true, that's true. All right. Okay. all right. Um, what was the first match again? Show Yo versus show, show, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo show. I felt show looked really good. Like, I felt like I think it was time this tag team broke up. I'm sorry, brother. These tag team, these guys, were, I mean, they were I, good tag team. I was, so, I'm not ready for them to break up. I can't lie. Brother, nah, they, man, I'm ready for them to freshen up the, the title picture in the junior division. I'm ready for them to really, bro, yeah, that to go. And, it, and it's bro, time bro. to make new stars. They gotta make new yeah. stars, bro. They need to make these like them have been together for 30 years, bro. Like, I know it's not been that long, but like, <laughs> I was just like, these man, I've seen this man together since like 2009, bro. For time, like, yeah, not, yeah, 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 bro. Forget me, I got bored of the act, but but. It's good to see that they chose Show to be the heel because I always thought that he would have been a good heel. And I think he's proving me right. I think he's a very good heel. Just that what they're doing with him is not the greatest. What do you think, NK? Uh, Boy, the club just uh, like <laughs> it, it as a whole, just get uh, as a whole, like as a whole, like it's, oh, <laughs> it's, 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 you know, it's I'm compared to a party. It's that one that like, when 2021 oh, and gosh. it's that one DJ that keeps reminiscing about 2016. It's yeah, like, bro, stop playing that. Like, you're not, you're not, you're not updating. Yeah. Like, Bullet Club is relevant, name alone. And still playing, everyone... still playing Kanye West Beautiful Morning. You're still playing it. Like, <laughs> like, like no, like, like, no, black. So, this whole like shows. He was, that show was very talented, but in terms of everyone in Bullet Club who's not named Jay White, I'm disinterested. I'm very disinterested in what you're doing. Bullet Club is is is, is a shell of what it used to be. It's a nostalgia act at this point. It's like, oh my god, we were cool back in the day. Even though half of us weren't members back in the day, but yeah, we're cool. No. And but the match as a whole was fine. I mean, the thing about the thing about New Japan is that from a technical level. The matches are always going to be on bare minimum solid to above, but because like the product as a whole had been, you know, let's be honest, has hasn't been great well, at all. <laughs> hasn't been good at all. It's like the investment in these matches is very low. So when I was watching show, the show I was like, yeah, like they're going through the motions, but why do I care? Like why? Like I don't care. Like. Great, you guys can wrestle. Great, everyone, everyone on the card can wrestle. What yeah. else? So, and we we, we kill yeah. we kill the likes of WWE for putting together a pay per view of just matches like Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss. Like, <laughs> is this a pay per view standard match? Is this culminating some type of feud? What is the the immediate need to put this on pay per view and sell this to us? Because um, remember, pay per view is. I'm paying to watch this. This ain't TV. Like, I'm paying to watch this, you know, whatever, how this is going to end. And, yeah, I feel like even on this card, once you get through it, there's just too many matches that are filler. filler. Does Wrestle Kingdom need to be two nights? Like, 
really and truly, especially after with, you, no, with no mid card title. If you're gonna do two nights, have a mid card title, but we're gonna get to that because, well, I mean. You just had a little bit of a rant about Bullet Club. But the next match was Tanahashi <laughs> and the Mega Coaches versus Bullet Club, Kenta Ishimori and El Phantasmo. Um, this match was okay. It was pointless. Okay. Pointless. Uh, yeah, it was... It's pointless in the grand scheme of things that Tanahashi and Kenta are going to wrestle tomorrow. Like, I remember when, when they came came out, I was thinking, I asked in the group, like, what, what is this? What's, what's going on here? And I think the, the biggest story beat here, if you like, was Tanahashi kind of going into that dark side using the kendo stick on Kenta, which their match tomorrow night tomorrow, for the yeah. US Championship is a no DQ match. Tanahashi yeah. isn't someone that we're used to seeing using weapons. So this is something he's going to have to do if he wants to win ultimately. But again, a six-man tag for what real reason? On a Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, like, that man was, they, were doing a, they were doing build-up on for, for a pay-per-view on a pay-per-view. That's it. That's exactly it, Smokey. Smokey's absolutely spot on. That's exactly what they're doing. And it's like, did they necessarily have to do three nights? They didn't because now you're compromising the quality of the product. Wrestle Kingdom needs to be that one show, no matter how bad NJPW might be showing. You know, recently NJPW is taking a dip since the pandemic, so no matter how bad the the shows might be going forward, Kingdom needs to be one that's undisputed, still the greatest wrestling show on earth. And I think they've kind of compromised that. Don't get me wrong; I have a feeling they're gonna pull it out the bag tomorrow and on Thursday, but still, this is not a good start, man. And also, as well, how many times have we seen Kenta Tanahashi throughout the year? Exactly. This, is another problem. this is another problem. I'm going to touch on this when it comes to the main event because even though the last two matches, especially, rematched, WWE got a lot of flack <laughs> for rematches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And rightly so. New Japan needs that same energy. Yeah. Just the amount of rematches we see. To like, like contenders, and yeah, people say, Oh, but the match is bang, but I don't care, I don't yeah. care how much I love. I could love Jollof Rice, Oxtail, I could love all of that. If I eat that for 365 days a year, I'm tired, bored. I'm tired, yeah. I'm yeah, tired. It's it's too much of something is bad, whether it's a good mm. thing or not. It's bad. Tamahashi versus Kento, we know it's going to be a banging match. Kento's been in the company. Three years, and we're already tired of it. I'm already tired. So here's the thing. So like, that's what I love about you guys, and and majority and majority of the guys on our shared WhatsApp and shared Twitter group, because <laughs> uh, you guys will call it as it is, and and you guys are not biased. So if if there's bullshit on AEW, if there's bullshit in Japan, and there's bullshit WWE, you will call it as it is. But there's some people. I'm not gonna mention. Everybody, I don't know, I'm not going to but there's some people, I'm not going to say anyone else, uh, but there's some people that will just blindly, just, they just have this innate hate for WWE, because obviously that was their first love, innit? And I think WWE has broken all of our hearts in some sense. Oh, yeah, 100%. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm so a big ex. Yeah. That's a great description. That's exactly what it is. It's the bitter X syndrome, and we can't forgive, and it's like, if we still go back for sex, but but um, <laughs> yeah, I can't sex. love you, I can't trust you. Know, yeah, but... yeah, but we can't trust her. We can't trust her. Like if, if WWE wants to go nightclub, we're asking questions, isn't it? 
What's the name? You know what I mean? Treacherous. Treacherous in the dungeon. In the dungeon. Now the classic. Um, but um, yeah, that's what I love about you guys. You guys are calling it as it is, and it's, even, yeah, even with with New Japan, you know, what's special and what's always kind of been special for me about it once I got into it was it was the fourth of January. No matter what day the fourth falls on, we're having this this pay per view. And now with the even the two days, it's it's not really all about the fourth of Jan anymore, is it? Um, like I'm not even looking too much at the third day because that's like a special super show with Noah. Yeah. But um, the two days, especially when it's not like I think when they first on the two days, it was you know a bag of matches on the first day, some which played out again on the second day, but yeah. were definitive. Yes, there wasn't yeah. any of this six man tag nonsense where the main match is happening, like Smokey said. The build up for the pay per view is on the pay per view, and then we're still waiting for the next day to play out. Like, they've missed and, the mark with this two days thing. And also, the first time it was wrestling 14, but the first time they did two days, it made sense. You had four guys chasing for the title, and it was time to double gold. That you had, you know, literally mm-hmm. the intercontinental title, um, and then the winner of the intercontinental. Continental match will face the winner of the heavyweight title. It made sense. You had four man chases for title. It made sense separate across two days. But like even last year, they got last year was kind of they got away with it because I have my problems with last year, but they got away with it because of the whole crowd coronet crowd of Abushi and so on and so forth. But like this year was like the year where you just even from even when you looked at the card, you said, like, Yeah, this is this is filler. This is this is a lot yeah. of filler. We're seeing six man. Like, why am I seeing six man tag matches on your biggest show? Like, mm. I'm seeing at least like, and then you're doing re and then I'm seeing repeats of the same match. Like, for example, like we said with this one, cool. Kenta and Tanahashi in this match, and they face each other tomorrow. Why? And then on the next match, you've got um, you've got Great Okan and all of the Empire, man, and they're doing rematches the next day. It's like, so I'm seeing the same matches twice. Why? Yeah. Let's, let's talk about it's, the next match. Pointless. Yeah. <laughs> great Empire. United Empire, Wales play Great O'Connor and Jeff Cobb um, against uh, Nato, Sandana and, and Bushi. Again, like yeah. you just said, Enkrey, very good. It would have been a very good match. Well, a decent match. Not a very good match because they didn't pull out all the stops, but it would have been a decent match to watch if it wasn't that we'll be going to see tomorrow. But yeah, another six tag six tag match. I think they're not really and the next the match. Oh, Shibata had the next match though. What do you guys think of the Shibata match? No, oh, that was really good. That was good. really good. I'm happy. I'm 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 yeah. just happy he's back. I'm just so happy he's back. Like of course, if you want to be super critical, yeah, you can tell, you know, he's not as fast as he used to be. But you know, the guy he's still smart now. He knows how to wrestle. Yeah, I feel exactly. like he's adjusted. He knows how yeah. to re- he's smart. He's smart about it now. He's smart the, and the only thing I'll say is that they said that this was gonna be under the catch wrestling rules, right? Yeah, was it? Yeah. No, nah, it wasn't. He, he did a promo and said, he's, I'm going to, I, I want a proper match. Like, it, right oh, okay. before the match, he did a promo and said, I, no, I just want to wrestle. And then Fair enough. But no, yeah. On a sentimental level, I was so happy to see him wrestle. And I was so yeah. happy to see him back. Um, and it's, it's going to be interesting to see how they use him, you know, going forward. It, it was good to see. I, was, I'm, I ain't going to lie to you guys. When when he, when he announced that he was returning, I was like, bro, what are you doing? Because I, I didn't remember how bad the injury was. And but it was it was actually good to see him still be able to go like he wants to. Yeah, you know the speed thing, you guys are right about that. But 
at least he's still getting to wrestle how he wants, which is, I guess, yes. I guess Daniel Bryan has made me appreciate that. Instead of me being coddling him and being that overprotected yeah. father figure, like stripping this, like let the man, if the man wants to get back in the ring, I'm sure he'd be. But playing. he was working a lot safer than usual, which I'm yeah, he has to. He has to. He has like, to. he did not take any, like, barely any shots to the face. It was kicked to the I, chest. It was grappling. And there was a spot, yeah, he teased it where he picked up um, his head. And I was like, don't you dare headbutt him. Like, <laughs> don't you dare headbutt him. But he didn't. I never did. You know that's going to come, right? No, please, no. Please, that's no. going to come. I don't like, want to see that. He's going to play safe for a while. He's going to play safe for a while, but... I think that what they should do going forward is book him strong. They should they need to book him strong where he's like kicking yeah. ass and then becoming like a number one contender for the title again. But I think like they're, they're gonna they're gonna be a moment where they get carried away and then they'll be like, yeah, let's do what we need to do. And he's gonna be. He's like, still got the job training people, so I hope they don't <laughs> they don't forget hope, that. No, they they they're gonna get carried away and be like, you know what, you've done so well. We're gonna put you in a forty minute match. And it's like, no, no, don't. Shabar, mm. I should have wrestled over thirty minutes. Like. No, yeah. 30 might even be too long. Yeah. Okay. Long, but don't put him in these bond brothers. Like he's done enough, man. Please take it easy. Like you know, you know, one company, we don't need to you don't need to prove anything. We'll see if he Trust. says enough. <laughs> I'm saying that like, like, calm down. Calm down. It's true. Just wrestle. I'm happy What did you think of um evil versus Ishii for the never travesty. travesty? It's a travesty. <laughs> no, it's a travesty. I don't understand evil. I really don't. You have Sonada. I was never, Look, I know that you, I was never evil fan. How did you choose evil Sonata over Sonada? That, that is my Sonata. biggest conundrum. Like, yeah. Sonada is still there doing like basically nothing. And he's a bad boy as well, Max. You know he's what I'm hard, saying? That's I know. Bad boy. I don't understand. I never got, I never got into some evil, you know. Never got, I love Sonada. I never got into evil still. No, evil is. Uh, and they could have got heat for that for that, that new Japan that, that new Japan Cup win that they gave to Evil. That would have been great heat for Sonada, him turning on night or being a popular one. He would have got instant heat for it. I don't understand that. Honestly, I, I don't. And, and the thing is, is that like they have been consistently pushing this guy. Like they they, they he has not like vacated from that make call. He's not fighting for the title, but he's always in the upper mid-card picture. And I'm like why? Like, why is he here? He doesn't. He doesn't do anything. I mean, like, there's difference between yeah, like he as in I want to see you lose and go away. He. There's some people. Not not all he is created equally. Sometimes I'm like, no, I will turn off my TV. It's not he that I want to see lose. There's there's the opposite of he. Where no, I'm turning off my TV now because I don't want to see. That's yeah, that's yeah. what evil does. And it's like this never open weight title. Is not a replacement for the IC title. No. Bring back the IC title. This the the reason why um, a lot of the reason why New Japan is suffering way suffering because they don't have a mid card. Mm. They don't have a mid card, and the mid card is suffering because the IC title is probably one of the best book mid card titles of recent memory, and they took that away. And they condition us to always see the never open title was kind of like a special title, a strong style title. Like it was never a mid card title, it was always like a title, just like a hardcore title, just something, somebody for the specialists in that field and the strong style field to have, they can say that, but that's not a mid card title. And now you've taken that title away, and then 
cool. The natural rep um, replacement would have been the US title, but then you just put the US title on New Japan Strong, which is a show nobody cares about. So it's yeah. like you've essentially erased your mid card, and that's how we have matches like this that nobody cares about with evil. How can you have a bad match with ECE? How? How? With ECE? Oh my god. Um Chaos versus Dangerous Techers for the IWGP. That was a good match. That, that was, a, was good match. a good match. That was a good match. That was a good match. That's arguably one of the best matches in the card, to be honest. Zack Sabre Jr. needs more respect in that company, though. It, it, that, 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 yeah. it needs to get he needs to get US champion something, man. He, yeah, he, the, the he would have somebody that would have benefited yeah. from an IC title run. He was somebody that would have definitely yeah. used that to the best. Even if they don't want to make him world title, he could have done a lot with that title. I agree. He could have done a lot. I don't know why they scrapped the IC belt. Why did they do that? I will never understand. I don't know. I don't know. During Kota Bushi's first reign, now of all people to scrap the title, him. We've been waiting over like over a decade for this guy yes. to be Mm. Like, and then he finally gets his moment, and then now you want to do unification nonsense. No, you should have done that on Evil's reign. If you want to get Evil heat, do that with Evil. Yeah, oh, yeah, that would have got that actually might have worked. That actually might have actually worked. We would have yeah. hated him for it. That would have yeah. got him heat. Yeah, instead, you gave it to your babyface champion, and look what happened. Um, El Desperado retains the uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship against Takahashi. This was okay as well. This wasn't bad. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a good, pretty was decent good, match. Yeah. I like Takahashi. Yeah. He's one of my favorites. But, mm. Yeah, Hiromo Hiromo's good. Go on, go on. Another example of reduce, reuse, and recycle. They've recycled this match. They've done this match so many times. They've recycled it. I'm tired. No, I'm tired. That junior heavyweight division is suffering. It's the Takahashi show. I love Hiromo Takahashi. It's, it's his division. It's suffering. Is really suffering. You're right, and then they really need new blood. We need Yo and Show up in there. We need for travel restrictions to lower, and we need to get all the bandidos, all the the um Chris Bays, all of them, man, over there, right there, because they need all of them. They need all of them. I agree. Those people. Totally agree. Totally agree. What they can get. Totally agree with you. And the main event. Let's talk about it. Okada versus Shingo for the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Did you guys? Okay, let me let's ask. I'm gonna ask NK. Enke, did you see this victory happening? No. Um, in the beginning, if you had asked me a month ago, yes, but just the way Okada's been talking about how, because I thought he, he, was, he was trying to bring back the old belt and the old lineage and stuff like that, but then when I got to the story, for me, night two just made sense between Chingo and Osprey. That's with the that's what the real dispute about the title is. Who's the real, the real. Um, IWGP champion? And also, like, you know, those two have had a rivalry since they're junior, so it makes sense. And I feel like they're finally, you know, going to give, they're not new guys, but newer guys to the main event scene, you know, a chance to have their own night. I understand. Okada, Okada's, like I said, he's in my mind much more. Like, I'm not upset at him being champion, and I understand it because, He's the safe option. New Japan is going through struggles and he's kind of like the person where even we'll never criticize Okada's credibility as a champion. Like he's that per he he's like regardless, so he's like their Roman or Brock. He's like the sure bet. Like him as champion brings the legitimacy to that belt. Cool. But it's like, okay, 
he built up Shingo for a year, and now he leaves at Wrestle Kingdom for what? Like what? That, that mm-hmm. for what reason? And then called beats Osprey. He beat Osprey last year. Again, it's the same. Again, it's, it's a kind of problem that WWE have. Mm. It's stuff it new, but I guess in this situation they're looking at it. Listen, they've because they're they're aware that fans are not receptive to the product, and they're certainly not respectful of this title. So maybe it's just their last ditch attempt to be like, listen, we're going to bring relevancy to this title. But it's like, this is very much a self-inflicted issue because, okay, cool. You, you unify the title, great. Then you get rid, rid of the lineage of the old title. Like, forget how the belt looks. The belt is a belt. But you get rid of the lineage of the old title and now you want to bring Okada to salvage the best you guys created. It just doesn't make sense. And the match itself, good match. They've had better matches. And yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. They've had better matches, like, and it, 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 it was just another thing of just like, okay, like, is New Japan just going to be the product where you get good matches? Like, that's not what, like, to the casual people who don't watch New Japan, that's maybe what they see as just a company just with great matches. But it was more than that. Like, there's a reason why New Japan gained so much praise um, during the time it was because, like, their main events were stacked. I mean, in 2016, I mean, 2016, 2017 to 20, you had Omega, Okada, Naito, Shibata. All of these guys were fired for the title. Then you had Jay White in the mix. Like, New Japan, like, um, shining achievement was the diversity in in the main event scene in terms of you always had different contenders and everyone could beat everyone. Do you know what I'm saying? Even though Okada was doing 600, um, was doing 720-day title reign, we, at any point, if he faces Naito, he could lose. Face Omega, he yeah, could yeah. lose. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah so like, I just feel like it's a massive fall from grace, to be honest. And night two, like, okay, if Okada beats, if Osprey beats Okada, it's a bit interesting. But to be honest, I don't think anyone wants to see that. You don't want to see that? No. Nah. They've done it already, so. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just thought because what happened with, with the injury with Osprey. I just assumed this is his. I I I personally think this might be his his comeback season, and he's mm. back to get the crown again. And I think tomorrow they're gonna absolutely blitz the house. I think they, I, I know yeah. we have seen I, I know we've seen Osprey and Okada already, but I think they're gonna put on a clinic tomorrow. And I think they're, they're, yeah. I don't know, I could be totally wrong to say this, but I feel that like tomorrow's match is gonna be much better than the, the one they've had previously. And, and they're going to do things that we've probably never seen before. And I think Osprey may walk out the champion. But maybe I gave my prediction a bit too early. Let's do predictions. Vex, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, um, obviously, the, the I think it starts off with a tag match tomorrow. Uh, the three-way, I think it's a three-way tag team match. Um, Rob Eagles and Tiger Mask versus the Bullet Club. Um, uh, Ishimori and El Fantasmo. And the mega coaches. Um, I mean, do you have any predictions on that? Um, I'll go with the the mega coaches. They just picked it up today, didn't they? They did, yeah. So, yeah. Again, I don't know why we're having two back to back tag matches, but people we saw on the first night. By the way, we saw yeah, all the these yeah. guys, those guys on the first night. So even like there's new people that. Hey, this is how fast I'll get. <laughs> it seems like there's new people that we, we haven't seen. Like, I'm saying, these last year's WrestleMania, like night one and night two, you had completely different, you different know, people, wrestlers. Yeah. But this time we're just seeing, okay, copy and paste, randomizer, 
Okay, that's not too. Yeah, I'll say the mega coaches keep it. Do you agree, Smokey? Yeah, um, I, I, was, I was leaning towards maybe I have a bullet club or maybe Robbie Eagles and his partner because they may want to keep Robbie Eagles strong. Him just coming off his um title run, the title run he had with the junior title. Maybe I was that was my thinking. Uh, okay, mega coaches. Uh, Iwatani and Starlight Kid. Oh, yeah, I didn't even give my prediction. Yeah, I think mega coaches as well. Uh, Iwatani and Starlight Kid versus uh, is it is this, this, is the, this is the stardom match, right? Yeah, yeah. Who's, who's this man? Who's this? Iwatani is the um women's champion, if I'm correct. Okay. She, she, she's hard. She, she is hard. She, right? she just be um. You told me how she's um recently. Okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. So this is look out for this match. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely this. looking forward look to this. Out. I'll look out for this match. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be completely honest. I don't know any of these people, but yes, I'm gonna. Nah, I'm gonna hey, what's has she's wrestled in ROH before, but she's really good. I think she was on the MSG card. I forget. Her. She might have been. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. So they're from they're from Stardom, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. That's okay. All right. Um, Chase Owens versus Sima versus Suzuki and Yano for a four way match provisional KOPW 2002 trophy. Hmm. What do you guys got? Who cares? Maybe Suzuki, <laughs> Yano, just Yano again. Just have a break. Yano yeah, won it last year, right? Yano, yeah. Think, yeah, I'm gonna go Chase Owens. No, <laughs> let's go with Yano. Yeah. Everyone say Yano and free one, two, three. Chase wow, Owen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, House of Torture. There you go. Evil again. Takahashi and Show versus Chaos. Goto, Yoshihashi, and Yo. What do you guys think? Another six, man. Evil and them, man. It's for the titles, though, yeah. But yeah, it's going to be evil and them, man, isn't it? Evil and them, man. Yeah. Evil. Sandana versus Great Okan. Sandana, uh, please. I don't understand. I'm hoping for Sananda, but I don't know. I think maybe they may slot uh, Great Okan in if he's into a title match. And then maybe, who knows? I'm not. I'm not really with Sanada, just because I like him. Yeah. Do you guys like Great Okan? Yeah, he's good. I think he's a good wrestler. I mean, the character's not a little, but the whole Genghis Khan thing he got there, I don't know if it's, if it's my favor, but his, his in ring stuff, yeah, I do like his yeah, style. He can, he can move. He can move. He's not my yeah. favorite. He's no Sonado, is he? So I'm going to go with nah. Sonado. Yeah. Fuck you, Gunnar. Um, <laughs> NATO versus Jeff Cobb. Good match. Good match. Yeah, that should be, Ooh, that should be, be good. good. They've had some really good matches these last couple of years. That's going to be good. I think Jeff Cobb might win. Yeah, he's yeah. been on a run the last couple of years. He's been on a run coming off a strong G1. He's a good chance he wins. Mm. Yeah, I think Jeff Cobb. I think Jeff. I think there's a lot of momentum. They're going to push Jeff, aren't they, this year, I think. I think they're going to try and push him hard. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Jeff as well. Um, Kenta uh, versus Tanahashi for the IWDP United States Heavyweight Championship. Hmm. I want Kenta to win. But you think Tanahashi? I, I think maybe Tana wins it. But If Tanahashi wins it, how many US titles has he got then? Three. 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 He's the first ever Grand Slam champion. He's won everything. Yeah, everything. he's one bad them, but okay. If it's his third one, that's not so bad. Yeah. It's not so bad. I mean, I, it's one of those things where a Kenta winning would be good, but you give the title to Tanahashi, and you might be able to get someone who can take that title and turn it into a mid card title. He might be yeah. the one person that you could probably guarantee to probably give that prestige that's missing in the mid card. Mm. 
do you guys think there'll be any surprise entrances? Anyone joining? Like, do you think someone from Noah will join Bullet Club? <laughs> I, I was, I would have expected if Kenta was to retain, maybe one of these people he's been calling out from AEW could have shown up. Um, nice. I nice. mean, Punk showing up would have been mad, but that's like, yeah, it ain't happening. No, he's in the program, so that's probably. Uh... Okay, let's talk about the main event. I've already mm. given my prediction for this match. Okada versus Will Ospreay, IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Who do you guys got? We'll, wait. we'll also get NK's um, opinion when he joins back. Um, there's a part of me, and I was saying this yesterday, there's a part of me that thinks that Okada won't win, so that'll keep him free to travel around, possibly, come to America and all of that kind of stuff. Um, I, yeah, I don't. I don't think Will has had a fair crack at it, and um, I think they're invested in Will. So I'm going to say Will wins it. I'm on the oh. fence. I'm on the fence a little bit because you know they've already told the story in full of you know Will being in, in chaos under Okada's wing and him coming out from under shadow of Okada, and when he beat him at Wrestle Kingdom, I think it was the last one or the one before. They've told that story in full. And even though, you know, Will hasn't had his run at title, they, they need to do damage control with the whole company as a whole. So yeah. there's a good chance they give it to Okada just to steady the ship. Yeah. And they've already told us, they've told their Osprey Okada story in full. Okay. Okay. Um, I was hoping NK would be back by now. Um, who who did you say? Osprey? Osprey, yeah. I think Os- I'm going to go Okada. Again, the thing is, the reason why I'm thinking I might be wrong and it's going to be Okada is because of day three. And because we got that cross-promotional event on day three, mm. um, they probably want Okada to be their champion. So I've changed my mind. NK, you heard this here. I said Osprey originally, but I've changed it back to Okada because they're going to need... Because uh, uh, Okada's wrestling on day three, right? Yes, yeah, it should be a tag team match. Yeah, one of those tag matches. It's gonna be a tag match, but it, you know, against Muta and Muta's partner and whatever. Yeah, so they're gonna, that's the match. Be, I want to see those two guys in the ring. I'm, I'm waiting for that particular face-off. So they're gonna need. They're, they're probably gonna want Okada to have the belt walking into that. Yeah, I feel. I, I feel like yeah, that Okada wins. Because I correct me if I'm wrong, it's Osprey on that card. I don't think he's on that card, right? <laughs> and I feel like it's very intentional that they placed Okada in a tag match. Yeah. Um to protect him. Because that whole New Japan versus Noah card screams <laughs> we don't want our champs to lose. That's how yeah. the man matches. So yeah, I think Okada and I feel like with the Osprey thing, I think had Shingo won. He would have had a bigger case to win because I feel like the Okada, I mean the Osprey Shingo storyline is mm-hmm. the battle is the battle between who's champion, who's the real champion. With Okada, Okada's kind of like the odd one out in this storyline. He's just there because he's Okada. Um, it's kind of like Brian. It's kind of like Brian at last year's WrestleMania. He's just there. I mean, he's there. But difference is Okada's the biggest star, so it's kind of like he's just there. It. But at the end of the day. Okada's always in the conversation, so it's like, uh, yeah. And then the difference is, it's like you have to debate about who's the real champion, but the real champion is actually Okada, no matter yeah. What, <laughs> yeah. what went wrong for Osprey or Shingo winning it afterwards. Okada is the is the guy. So, 
Okay. I, I won't talk about day three because that gets all complicated. And I haven't watched Noah and, a, and, a, and All Japan Pure Pro Wrestling since, you know, the early 2000s. So I just, yeah, I don't know anybody anymore. So <laughs> so I'm going to um, thank you both for coming on the show, Smokey and NK. Um, Appreciate it, boys. Normally what we do is, I know it's only day one, and we might have you guys back on to review the rest of the Wrestle Kingdom. We'll see how the cookie crumbles later on this week. Um, but day one of Wrestle Kingdom, what would you rank out of five? Can I I'm, be I'm, always, I'm always I'm always a glass half full guy, so I'm gonna give it two. Yeah, so two. I'll give it two. I was going to say yeah. 2.5, but 2. 2.5 is generous. I'd say 2. <laughs> it's not like one of those, yeah, it didn't feel good. Two. Yeah, 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 I'm going to say 2.5. It's, it's very generous. Okay, well, thank you, guys. Um, Smokey, before you sign up, can you please give people your social media, where people can contact you, anyone that's You can it? find me at social media, on Twitter, at Supine and Smokey. And I do have a YouTube channel, but that's mostly if you like uh, uh, if you like looking at wrestlers moves set yes uh, <laughs> if you like looking at compilations of wrestlers move sets, you can find my channel. It's the supine smoky type. You should be able to. It's there. Thank you so much. That's brilliant. And NK, where can they find you? you know, uh obviously, you want to see me talk about wrestling? Find me on wrestlings again. It's always TDM Tokyo Dome Merchants. You know, I just had to kill the company I love, but you know, it came from a place of love. And if you want to hear me talk about more general topics, follow me on Rare Podcast. And yeah, follow my Twitter at NKPooch. Okay, well, thank you so much, guys. Um, I guess we've all four of us got more wrestling to watch this week, so we'll see what happens on day two and three of New Japan Pro Wrestling. And uh, yeah, hopefully, sure. hopefully, we'll catch up by the end of the week. Uh, Max, love you, my bro. And um, yeah, I guess we're out. That's the kick out. Follow us at Kick Out Podcast. Thank <laughs> you.